Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a place where sharing God's word with the next generation in your circle of influence can be simple, easy, and fun. We know that intentionally teaching children about God and the relevancy of His word will be a game changer in their homes, schools, and communities. This podcast is a ministry of Bible to School, the experts in engaging children with the word of God. Together, we will make sure you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go. Well, hi, friends. I'm so excited to welcome you to the brand new You Can Tell the Children podcast. I'm your co-host, Leanine Heiss, and it is my honor today to introduce you for the first time to our CEO, Corey Pennypacker. Corey, welcome to the brand new You Can Tell the Children podcast. Thanks, Lee. So glad to be here and can't wait to get started. Well, Corey, I know our friends are going to get to know your heart over the next few weeks. They're going to love getting to know you, and they are going to soon learn that you have a heart for children, for Jesus, for kids knowing their Savior. But tell us that story, Corey. What is Bible to School, and how did God bring you to where you are today? Well, Bible to School is a nonprofit organization that is dedicated to equipping high-capacity moms, adults to teach the Bible to children during their school day. Now, there's the catch. During their school day in the public schools, there are some laws around that that make it legal because a lot of people say, is that legal? And it is legal. There's three ways to make this legal. It's a Supreme Court ruling called the Release Time Law. And there's three ways to do that. It has to be off-site. You have to have parental permission, and it can't cost a taxpayer any money. So everybody always asks me, is that legal? And yes, it's legal. You can do it in the middle of the school day and teach the Bible to public school children. I love that so much. And when I talked to you about the first time, that was my first question to you. Like, Corey, how can this possibly be legal? They say separation, church, state, the whole thing, but it is legal. And we're going to unpack that more. But Corey, tell me the story about when God started to birth this vision for Bible to school in your life. Sure. I'm a former Navy wife, so my husband was in the military for 10 years, and we have three boys. They're now older now in their 20s, but we came back to Pennsylvania, and I had heard about this organization that, that, that does this for public schools. It intrigued me because I had worked at a church. I was a children's ministry director, and we waited for the kids to come to us, you know, like, like you do. And this particular organization, this outreach, this mission actually went to the kids where they were. And 50% of the children that attend Bible to school have no church home. So they're Mm. hearing about Jesus for the very first time. And that just blew me away. I I like, I have to, I have to get involved in this. I really do. So I started as a volunteer and I got to see how it really worked. Very organized, very, there's a bunch of moms that oversee this and they get to work and they get the job done. And and it happens in one hour, once a week over lunch and recess, these children hear about Jesus, Lee. It's amazing. And it is growing across Pennsylvania. So kind of where, what has happened is we just have a program that is easy to duplicate and it's easy for us to teach you how to do it. But the big thing that really draws people, because you're saying, well, First of all, why do these children actually come? If they don't attend church, why are these parents 
letting them come? My answer to that is, first of all, it's convenient. It's very convenient. It's the middle of the school day. You have to pick them up or drop them off. And it's fun. We make it so fun and so hands-on. In fact, I think I told you, Lee, we have a giant blow-up whale made out of gardening paper, duct tape, and a fan. And we teach people how to do this. And kids go inside the belly of the whale to learn about Jonah. But the think about it question is, how does God answer prayer? And so this think about question is what got me in this curriculum that uh, the, the kids really want to know answers to really good questions. The answer was that uh, when they come out of the whale, they go into their small groups and they have a big bucket of ice water and they put their hands in the ice water to see how long they can keep it in there because Jonah went into cold, cold water. He was thrown into cold water. Next, they put on a blubber glove. It's two rubber gloves with lard in the middle, Crisco in the middle. It's really gross. Ew. <laughs> the boys love it. They put their hand in and they can keep their hand in longer. So they see, hey, yeah, God protected Jonah. So those are the types of lessons that happen in the middle of the week, in the middle of a school day that are catching on that kids want to come and they're, they're waiting lists for our program. I think this is so important, Corey, that not only are you using creativity, because that's important when you're talking to kids, but also you're talking about faith in the middle of a day when people may not speak any words of faith over them. It's obvious to me that most people feel ill-equipped to share faith and biblical truth with the next generation. Why is this so concerning to you? Sure. What we see are across the country, and, and you know this, is that only 43% of the, of the whole country attends church. So that is huge. Most of the kids in your neighborhood uh, have no exposure to God. Um, not that their parents are bad, you know, bad parents or anything like that. They're busy. I mean, they have soccer. I, I, my kids had soccer tournaments and all kinds of stuff. And it just kind of has gotten squeezed out. The interesting thing is that this actual release time law, this, this court ruling, Supreme Court ruling, is from back in 1914. So the Bible used to be a reader in school. And they ended up taking it out. But then they put this law in place or this ruling in place so that you can release children. That's release time. Release children from public school um, for spiritual training of their choice. It could be Muslim. It could be Jewish. And um, we obviously are the non-denominational Christian arm of that. But the legislators actually recognize that kids are mind, body, and soul. I mean, if we're not feeding that soul, uh, you know, right now uh, in this landscape, Lee, truth is so elusive, is it not? It really is. And I had a friend of my daughter's come over and we decorated Christmas cookies together and I read the Bible story over them and we talked about Jesus's birth and how exciting that was. And then I said, so what happens on Easter? Like, what are we celebrating on Easter? And the little girl just looked at me and she had no idea. Yep. And I said, well, that's when Jesus died on the cross. That's his resurrection day. And she had never heard that story before. Right. And I thought, we think about biblical illiteracy on the other side of the world, but I don't know that we think about it right here in our neighborhood, here in America. And that's what makes me so excited about Bible to School and about this podcast is that we're going to talk about how to talk to children about Jesus. This is not as difficult as people make it out to be, right? No, no, it's not. And we just really want to take what we know and share it with all the adults in their circle of influence. I mean, there's 
grandparents out there who are wondering, how do I talk to my grandkids about God? You know, there's aunts and uncles and Sunday school teachers. They want to know how to do that. And and we have a grasp on that. We just want to share that. And that's how we're going to be doing that through this podcast. But what you just said, a, a story I wanted to share about Gabriel, the whole reason that we decided we want this program everywhere and want to share with everybody is Gabriel was a little boy who came to Bible to school. He lived with his grandmother and she had signed the paper and he came, he came with us and he had come to the one lesson and he had accepted Christ as his savior that day. He really wholeheartedly, and, and I, he was in my small group and, and I said, Gabriel, you accepted Christ as your savior. And he said, yes, I did. And, and he said something next that I, I will never forget. I get choked up every time I think about it. I said, tell me about that, Gabriel. And he said, I've always wanted to know how to get to heaven, but no one's ever told me. And I thought, wow, this child lives 15 minutes from my house. He, he lives right down the street and he wants to know about God. They want to know about heaven. They have great spiritual questions and we got to tell them. We got to tell the children. I love it. So Corey, I know that you have stories. My question is, is it working? Is telling the children working? Are kids' lives being changed? Because that's what we want to know, that if we put forth this effort, that change actually happens. Absolutely. A lot of people with, uh, with children's ministries, they say, well, how many children got saved? And children do absolutely accept Christ as their Savior in our program. But we also look for all the God stories, all the seeds that are being planted, things that only God can do. And there was a little boy who his name was Colson, and he had invited his friend to Bible to school. Colson knew God and was a believer, but his friend was really soaking it up. And they were on the bus together um, to a field trip. And a little boy kept bugging Colson, bugging him and say, hey, 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 I want to I want to know how to how to ask Jesus into my heart. I want to know. And Colson said, well, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. <laughs> He said, no, I want to know what the Bible to school said. And, and he ended up leading his friend to Christ. We taught him how to do that on a field trip bus. I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that. Children reading children to Christ. <laughs> no. So good. And they're so open to talking about spiritual things. It's like they haven't been taught yet that that's not something that we talk about or that's taboo. It's a part of who they are. They're DNA wired by God to ask questions about Absolutely. Him. Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to School kids. Who is God? I have never heard of him. Doesn't that just break your heart to hear how a child has never heard of God? In a country where 140 million people are not connected to a church, it shouldn't surprise us. This is why Bible to School exists, to equip highly engaged adults like yourself to teach the truth of the Bible to children attending public school. Whenever a child asks us this question, and it happens almost weekly, we tell them, there is a God who made you. There is a God who loves you. There is a God who has a plan and a purpose for your life, and he wants a relationship with you. What joy lights up their face when we tell them this wonderful news. And you can too. I had a little girl that asked me when I, I asked her a question about Queen Esther. And she, I said, what do you know? What, you know? What's something that you didn't know about Queen Esther? And she said, well, her parents died. I said, what do you mean? You know, her parents died. And she said, well, I have some people that had passed away in my, in my life. And 
around the one by one around the table, the uh, the children raised their hand and said, I, "You know, my grandfather died," and and they wanted to know about heaven. And in the middle of the week, in the middle of a school day, I got to tell them that they don't have to worry about about death. That Jesus already conquered that. So it's a it's a beautiful thing to be able to plant those seeds, and and these children are telling other other people too. I love that. So we've already asked this, but why is reaching the children so important? And why not just go straight after their parents? Because that's what typical churches do, mm-hmm. right? They go right after their parents when actually going after the children's importance? That's a good question. Very good question. Well, first of all, the, the children before the age of 14, the children's actual brain development and, and their morals and their values are being formed. So they're not set yet. After 14, they're set and you actually got to change their mind. So it's a really great time to speak into their morals and their values and their development. And that's elementary school. So that's, that's what our program is. Our program is an elementary uh, age program. The second thing is for parents, if we love on their children, I think James Dobson said this, if you love on my children, you've got my attention. So when we love on these children, we have many, many stories about children who have brought their parents to church. Or I know of a little girl a couple weeks ago, she got saved in a Bible to school program. She ended up start taking her grandmother to church. She got baptized. The grandmother said, well, I believe too, and I'm going to get baptized. So she got baptized. And then the best friend jumped in the water too and got baptized that day too. <laughs> so, so it is an amazing effect. I also had on the parent side of it, I was speaking at a church and a mom came up to me, wrapped her arms around me, crying and saying, thank you, thank you. And I, I couldn't quite understand her. And I hear I found out that all around us was her eight children. And she said that Bible to school, her, she sent her little girl to Bible to school and family did not go to church. That got the whole family back to church and back on track and their lives have not been the same since. She was crying a lot though. It was really, really cool. Well, it's such a blessing. And Barna statistics tell us that most people who accept Christ Jesus as their savior do that in their young elementary school years and then a slight margin in their teenage years. But by the time they get to adults, they're very difficult to reach. And so the more moldable they are, the better. And that's the age group that we're running Absolutely. after, right? And there's one more thing, Lee, that's really the first thing is that God commands us to tell our children. My favorite verse of all times, and it's really the, the center verse for this podcast, is Deuteronomy 6, 4 to 7. And it talks about uh, loving the Lord your God with all your heart and your mind and your soul and your strength. But you're supposed to talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up and you're supposed to impress them upon your children. However, it says, Hero Israel. That's the whole community. That's just not parents. That That is us. That's you and me. It's our job to make sure the next generation knows who God is. Well, that's what we're doing right here on this podcast, Corey, is we're running after all the children and anybody can listen. But tell us the backstory of this podcast and when God started planting these seeds in your heart and what you're hoping to accomplish here. Sure. Well, like I said, this program has been going on for 40 years and there's no children left on the playground in the school districts that it runs in. And so about three years ago, we decided that, wow, what would it be like? We're kind of dreaming. What would it be like if we could get this and teach other people how to do this? And that's when it started to spread all over Pennsylvania. 
But then we said, well, what if we could do this in other states too? And so that whole idea started moving. And then we found out that the people that run this are really highly engaged moms. They're involved in the PTO, they're networked, they know everybody. Those are the people that kind of bring everybody together, the pastors, the volunteers, the Christian businessmen, because it does take a team to actually do this. So we kind of narrowed in, like, where can we find people like that? And they listen to podcasts. And then we thought, wow, we'd love to, to reach those people and let them know about our tool. But also we flipped the, the whole thing over and said, well, what if we just tell everybody how they can tell the children? And if those people come along with us and want to work with Bible to School, that'd be great. But let's just tell everybody how to do it. Moms, dads, grandparents, aunts and uncles, Sunday school teachers, like I said, man, we want to tell everybody. We sure do. Corey, the first time that I interviewed you was like three years ago. And I knew in that moment that something precious was happening at Bible to School. And we have seen Bible to School grow across the nation. Little schools, it's like little fires lighting up around in different states right now. And that is our vision that this thing would go nationwide, that people around the United States of America would be telling the children about Jesus, because that's how revival and spiritual awakening occurs. Yes, we think that this program or something like it, a Bible program, should be in every elementary school in the nation. And that is our, that is our big, big vision. That's our BHAG, our big vision. Mm, I love that. So, Corey, how can people find out more about Bible to School and what resources are available to them? Yes, you can go to our website. It's Bible2School.com. That's Bible2School.com. And you can find resources on there. You can sign up for our newsletter, like us on, on Facebook and Instagram, and just share podcasts, share our, share our posts with other people. We'd love to, to connect with you in some way if you're looking to have something like this in your school. Well, Corey, every episode is going to be engaging, but tell us what you hope to focus on in each episode. We want to focus on really getting tools, practical tools to uh, the listener, to that person that has children in their life that they want to influence for Jesus. And just simple, just because some people think, like you said in the beginning, some people think this is really hard to do. It's just hard to start a conversation about God or whatever. And and it's not. And so we're going to we're going to focus in on that. We're, we're also each episode, we're going to have an actual child question that we're going to answer. So Bible to School has years of children's questions that we've answered. So we're going to help you with these answers. We're going to give you a cheat sheet and help you answer the spiritual questions that, that children ask. We're going to hopefully give you this type of issues or hard questions or even cultural questions that children ask. We're going to, we're going to try to tackle those and, and help give you the, the tools you need, the conversation guides you need to answer them according to God's word, according to God's will. Mm, I love it. Well, Corey, we're so excited to get started. We are so excited to tell the children of America about the Lord Jesus. Corey, would you go ahead and pray for us? Absolutely. Father God, Lord, you are the God of all of us, of, of adults and children, and, and you are foremost, most important thing in our lives. And Father, we want to go tell everyone about you, but sometimes we don't know how. And I thank you for Bible to School and for other organizations and other churches that, that are able to help equip the believers to go out and tell all the world. 
Father, I, I pray for the children who do not know you. That's, that's what's heavy on our hearts. And Lord, we just want to take our passion for the next generation. And what we want you to multiply what we do. And we want you to connect with even more believers across the nation so that we can start a movement that uh, we can take back these children and they can know your truth and they can also identify counterfeits. The world throws a lot of stuff at them, Lord, but your truth reigns. And we know that your son, Jesus Christ, died for our sins and we can live in joy and peace and patience and kindness. We can live in all that. And we want our children to know that. So thank you, Lord, that we can tell the children about Jesus's love. We love you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. If you would like to explore starting a Bible to School program for your local public school, reach out to us through our website, BibleToSchool.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. Are you someone who is interested in the spiritual growth of the children around you? Do you have a heart to make God relevant to children who have not heard of him? I invite you to stop right now and subscribe to the You Can Tell the Children podcast. We will be giving you the training you need to engage the children in your circle of influence. We release a new podcast every Tuesday. Our promise to you is that we will always be talking about children, the Bible, and how to intentionally reach the next generation for Jesus. Next week's episode is gonna be great. Do you ever wonder how you can impact your children's friends? Don't miss out on our next episode where our guest, Jocelyn Rovath, a mom, decided she wanted to not only tell her children about Jesus, but her children's public school friends as well. Jocelyn shares her story, why she decided to activate a Bible to school program in her local public school, and why she feels it is so important for children to have Christian friends around them. Don't miss it. We'll see you next week.